0: Welcome, Padawans, to the Want to Be Jedi podcast. My name is Josh, and I'm
1: Matt. And before we get started today, we know that we mentioned that how Star Wars Line is going to be continuing into season two. We're going to be starting up next week. It was just, you know, getting everything in order and and picking the best lines to really dupe Josh. It takes <laughs> pra- patience, you know. So we we appreciate you guys sticking through it and look for it next week.
0: Mm-hmm. But today. We are going to be talking about K-2SO. And Matt, I don't know your feelings on K-2. I think Rogue One, I think you love the third act of it. I think you like K-2SO. I personally like K-2SO. And he's one of my favorite droids outside of the main 2, R2, and C-3PO.
1: Yeah, he's a great droid. I'm a big fan of him. I love the sass that he had. I know that a lot of people loved his sass but didn't like L3s.
0: Which she's woke she's <laughs> woke
1: but that's okay i liked her i personally yeah no liked her.
0: i personally liked her
1: i thought it was a fun like people took L. L3- I i know this is gonna be a little off track for a second but people took l3 as like this just like terrible character i loved her i loved the sass that she brought and just like the it was like a goofy empowerment but it was still empowerment
0: okay i have to ask this because we're talking about l3 i know we're- this is a k2so focused episode but how do you feel about L three and like kind of Lando having that kind of relationship? That, that thing. La, la, it works. Yeah. it works. <laughs> it works. Oh my gosh. No, no, that's what that,
1: that's what she says. It works, or like, oh, we're yes. compa- or how are you compatible or something like that. Oh, again, again. Great line. I've only
0: seen it twice, and yeah. I thought it was very humorous. Or yeah, three times. I sorry, loved three it. times. Uh, I thought it was humorous on the third time I saw it. At first, I was a little bit we sketched out and taken back by it but
1: i always enjoyed it so anyhow back to k2so we've actually been saying his name wrong the technical way to pronounce his name is Mm -hmm. k2so
0: k2so ah okay i mean
1: this could be just the wikipedia trolling me but that's apparently how it's supposed to be pronounced is k2so abbreviated to k2
0: okay was that like his we're gonna say like manufacturing name
1: that's like the manufacturing name
0: and then cassian andor who we see in rogue one who's like the best friends with k2sl he kind of developed his nickname
1: yeah changed the name and and k2's just too polite to uh to correct him
0: he calls out Jin and calls out cassian for a lot of things (laughs) so i don't know why he wouldn't call out cassian for calling him the wrong name
1: that's true that's true good point
0: Maybe it is his nickname, and again, nicknames are adapted, and he like he's okay with it.
1: Yeah, he's probably like, man, this is better than being like part of like the what the Imperials would have called me. That's got to be it. He's it's, it's got to yeah. be more about the Imperial side that he just didn't uh, I want was, to be affiliated.
0: I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. Anyhow, so K
1: two is originally from the planet Volter, which for those of you out there that don't know, I you know. I feel like I should always preface this by saying I'm terrible at pronouncing names. So I'm probably butchering like half of these homeworlds, And so I apologize for that.
0: It's okay. I do the same thing.
1: So Vulpter is actually near Tython, which used to be very well known in the Old Republic as a training space for the Jedi. That was like kind of where a lot of the Jedi Padawans would kind of learned the ropes of the forest and they had a temple there and everything so it, it's very near there it's not the closest system but it's pretty close and and volter is part of the d- deep core and the only other m- reference to volter is dud bolt the pod racer that we see in phantom menace josh you'll probably have to look it up but it almost looks like an alligator morphed with like mm-hmm. um like an armadillo
0: like he's the- like the the one who is in the pod racer?
1: Yeah, he is in the pod racer. He's like got an alligator, alligator beak, but then like a sh- hard shell, rust of his body.
0: I, I'm, I'm imagining it. I know the exact scene in my head right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So he's a part of it. That's
0: so. That's so that's where actually, he was made.
1: Yes, is Volter, and his original model is like the model, and not just the nickname, but like the model of him is the KX series security droid. So he was just a security droid.
0: Yeah, if you play Jedi Fallen Order, there's a bunch of security droids that you get to fight against, spoilers. You see like the security droids and it's it's a good time fighting against them. I mean, they they do like throw you to the ground.
1: But why don't they why don't they have like a weapon, like a long-range weapon? Like granted they're pretty solid. We saw that K2 could take a few bullets
0: tall and i mean i think it's like the long arms like be able to grab something but yeah i i don't understand maybe like we see a probot or a a probe droid who has a blaster a little tinky blaster yeah but
1: this is more like the bodyguard style where they or like yeah the the bouncer at the at the club he's probably like that kind of guy
0: that brute yeah so let me ask you this so why do you think k2so uh wanted a blaster what that was this whole thing during rogue one
1: probably because he didn't feel as useful I, I think that he probably from past missions where he had just either charge and had to be repaired or, and, or something like that where he's just like why can't i just have a blaster i know how to aim because i'm a droid i can see and and have that hand-eye coordination even though it's probably like what is it laser robot Mechanism, mm-hmm. you know, like it's not hand-eye coordination, laser, laser robotic coordination. We'll call it. Yeah, that that makes yeah. sense. <laughs> I, that makes sense completely. I know tech and things. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think he just, you know, wanted to be a part of the rebellion, and he wasn't doing the best. I mean, he was a pilot. They reprogrammed him into a kind of like a pilot brute kind of deal. True. And Rogue One, but I think Alan. Tudyk did an amazing job portraying K2, and I know he's reprising his role in the new upcoming series. Cassian, Andor... The Andor series. Andor series. Andor series it's the just Andor called series. Andor
1: series right now. Um, it might get gotcha. a more formal name as it progresses, but as we all know, it's just been confirmed, but they, I don't think they've even started shooting yet or, or anything. I think that was supposed to happen, and then obviously with, with COVID happening... A lot of things are put on hold, and we probably won't get to see K2 again for for some time. But before we get really into that, Josh, I hinted at last episode. So do you want to hear how K2 and Cassian kind of got together?
0: Yeah, of course. I mean, i from talking about Count Dooku last episode, I know you were hinting that they met in some sort of fashion. So how did they meet Matt?
1: So k2 was stationed on the planet again i'm gonna butcher this Wekako. Wekako. that's an interesting mm-hmm. name on on Wekako, k2 was assigned to an imperial stormtrooper detachment and he heard a noise coming from like a, a broken down imperial cruiser and that's actually where he spotted andor and arrested him so k2 actually did his job properly and arrested andor now what ended up happening was k2 and it, it, k2 obviously didn't necessarily succeed in arresting him and andor and him struggled where andor's like co-agents found the kill switch and then cassian attempted to wipe uh, k2's memory clean only about 30 percent of that memory was had been erased and so then the struggle continued with cassian until the co-agents again turned him off. It was like this repeat thing of getting switched on, not everything being erased, switched off again kind of thing. But they decided to take him aboard because he had vital information. Kind of makes sense. Mm. Um, So after they were to plug in the vital information to their ship, they finally wiped K2's memory completely clean and started the reprogramming. Cool so that's that's kind of how it works it's a little corny with that oh i turned it off but it didn't work all the way we're running out of time let's turn it off again and turn it back it's like a classic turn it on turn it off again
0: (laughs) yeah deal with that on a daily basis yeah mr it over here yeah (laughs) but yeah no i I can see it it's kind of reminds me of the same thing with Jin and her parents and like the order 66 oh
1: dude oh you had to bring that up oh that pains me i I mean (laughs) that's the
0: same thing that i'm still thinking about that so like it's it's very common
1: coincidence is a little bit too 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 much coincidence in this instance yeah yeah
0: Should we get into some Rogue One? Uh, There
1: is one more thing I want to highlight. Okay. So, after K2 and uh, Cassian became friends, they ended up going to what's called the Fitzner system to raid an Imperial freighter. Okay. There, in the freight room, they ended up finding, like, these Wookiee children, and they basically rescued them from the freighter because as you know the wikis were used for, for as slaves for the empire i thought that was kind of interesting and then also they ended up raiding mustafar interesting yeah and they went to like an imperial base that was near fortress vader
0: mm-hmm. wouldn't vader be able to z- detect the people at mustafar
1: <laughs> just judging from the time frames of everything I, I think that this is at the point where he's trying to start hunt like he's in the process of hunting down the rebels at this point. Gotcha. That's what I can only assume. It doesn't make a lot of sense otherwise, but apparently they stole a protosaber. Yeah, it's very it's very weird. Um I don't even know what a protosaber is to be honest, so I had to look this up.
0: I'm pretty sure it's just a training lightsaber, is that correct?
1: So it's a ancient prototype lightsaber. Um, not necessarily a, um,
0: oh, I, so it's one, so in the, in the, let me give a little bit of background cause now it sparked a- <laughs> the actual, so it's actually in a new hope, Matt, you're going to like this cause you love a new hope. So you know how Obi-Wan has his lightsaber and like there's a little cable that goes between into his like Jedi robes. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the whole premise of the proto saber So the proto saber saber is like kind of realistic where you have to like actually wear like a a battery pack to charge your lightsaber at the same time. It's not like powered by crystals. It's actually powered by a power source externally. That's like the whole thing. I, it's interesting cuz I didn't know proto sabers were officially canon, but then I guess now they're brought into official canon with Cassian and Cassian and K2 stealing them or stealing one. Well, but, they
1: saw that they saw the um plans the data for it so they could recreate uh, it but i don't think they ever oh, have
0: had one yeah because once they used kyber crystals they, there was no need for proto sabers anymore because if you just say you got your your battery pack cut or slashed then you're probably you're useless or you either explode i, I don't know it that's very
1: on... interesting i i mean that's a cool call out i i have to say the only thing with that is it, it kind of reminds me of like the hidden blades with Assassin's Creed where it's like almost mm. like a part of you. So it'd be interesting to see how if, if it got cut, man, I kind of want to see that background on how that tech works.
0: There should be, I think there's some YouTube videos out there that show, and actually I think it's one person made a replica kind of deal. Another one talks about it. So there's plenty, I think, of information out in the web. To you satisfy your proto saber needs
1: <laughs> all your proto saber <laughs> get your proto sabers here <laughs> <laughs> but anyhow that pretty much brings us up to rogue one to this point and we'll uh we'll talk about how k2 and cassian and their roles it within rogue one after this short break Hello, this is us, returning from a commercial break. We're still talking about K2SO, and we just got onto the topic of Rogue One. I guess I kind of want to, because everyone, I, I would imagine if you're listening to this podcast, you've seen Rogue One, so I guess eh, maybe the not, maybe important not. thing to highlight, maybe not, you're right, the The scene that strikes me the most is that congrats, you're being rescued with K2.
0: Oh, 100%, that's... That's definitely his go-to quote, as well as, like, oh, you gave her a blaster instead of, like... <laughs> yeah, getting all salty about yeah. that.
1: However, I will say that one I enjoyed a lot as well was when Jin blasted the original uh, security droid, and then he was like, did you know that wasn't me? <laughs> like, freaking out, like, hello?
0: Yeah, but you know what? That's a good K2, line. I think... As well as the other cast members. I think the droid makes a very... is a good addition to the story.
1: Yes. Well, that story is so... It's it's such a dark and obviously violent Star Wars story that the comedic relief had to come from the characters and it had to be at a certain time where it didn't screw up the pacing. You know, like that was an intense battle. You realized it was over. And then there's the quick snippet of, of haha i guess you can yeah. say uh or just like a, a funny moment and then they're being captured by saw's band of uh
0: what's the it called bandits yeah the or bandits the, the, thank you the band the, of bandits uh partisans yeah. partisans or yeah. uh extremists cuz Sagarer was a i guess an extremist quote unquote yeah quoted from i think Mad Mathma in rebels
1: Oh, I I recall. Don't worry. Like I said, Rebels is still up there for me. Still my favorite mm-hmm. uh, TV show. Somewhere. I'm glad it hasn't changed we'll since see. our hiatus. Yeah, right. It's it's only been a, a little bit. Still have still have those op- opinions. So, but yeah, K two, I think had the great had great lines at the right time.
0: Yeah, he was the comedic relief, and I mean, the, yeah, like you said, the movie was very serious. A lot of heartfelt moments, and K two was there to kind of ease ease it, but at the same time, I mean, still still very mature movie. And like I said earlier, Alan Tudyk does an amazing job with portraying K two s o. Yeah,
1: I actually so out of all the characters in Rogue One, the one that I thought had a chance of surviving because I realized that a lot of them were gonna die because we didn't see them later on. They're getting the Death Star plans i kind of thought that he was going to be the one to survive or k2? like yeah either k2 or Cheerit and baze like those guys because they wouldn't necessarily join the rebellion at that point they just kind of wanted to get revenge for Jeddah so then they'd be good and they they we wouldn't have to hear them hear from them again yeah so i kind of thought that one of those three were we going to survive so it's a originally
0: didn't they have them survive because they rewrote rogue one after they rewrote yeah. a lot of rogue one and, like yeah. you can see that from like the trailer there's like one point of the trailer that wasn't in the movie Which she says i rebel and and that's not nowhere to be found that and there's also something when she's on the tower like she there's like a tie fighter like right in front of her but that never happens
1: oh yeah that's right i, I kind of forgot about that
0: yeah with Jin, that's that's who i'm talking about yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i mean i like how k2 i think they should make a lego figure i don't think they made a lego figure of him uh, it's, it would be hard, but I'm thinking about the the U wing Lego set, and how they have like Cassie and they have Jin, they have all like a bunch of rebels. I got the Y-wing set of that time period, and I'm mm-hmm. kind of upset because our buddy Carlos set told me to get the u wing and I should have listened. It's only like a, I should have. It would. It's a unique set. <laughs> it's the first set of a E-wing.
1: You know, you want to hear something that's gonna break your heart? Why? This was in. Rogue One, A Star Wars Story, the novelization, and so obviously we know that K two makes his final stand by destroying the door control panel, yeah. and he, you know how he says goodbye and everything. Yeah. So in his like final seconds before shutting down permanently, so like as he slammed down, you know how he like was still kind of still had the flicker in the eyes for like a second or two.
0: Yeah, which was very. Going out. It was a very sad moment. That
1: was a sad moment. You ready to make it even sadder? No, I'm I am not ready. More sad? Emotionally, I, I am not ready today. You okay, well you're gonna have to. Okay. So K two SO created a simulation to see Cassian alive. So he could say bye to him one last time next to him. That is so sad. Like he ran he ran like a simulation to see if he would somehow survive, and he found out that the number was impossible, but it gave him joy that he could at least know that that was his last time seeing him
0: such a such a relationship and
1: yeah i that that one hurts i'm not gonna lie that stings a little bit that's like that's like a dedication of oh like that's how i imagine so for for the listeners out there my wife and i are gonna be getting a puppy real soon and that's how i envision my puppy being like every time i leave the door is like when will i see you again and that just that breaks my heart kind of thing
0: yeah no, it's definitely like sad because like on
1: it's like it it, it K two unconditionally loved Cassian.
0: I also think that that's an
1: important like dynamic for Cassian, because obviously we know that he was very ashamed of well not ashamed, um but he was a dark person that had a lot of skeletons, impersonal demons, and so for him to have K two unconditionally care about him no matter what and and love him, I think is something that a lot of people look for.
0: Yeah, you could see that even Rogue One. He they love well, the, I don't know if Cassian loves K2. I mean they're they're best buds, but yeah, K2 definitely is very loyal to Cassian. Yeah. And I hope to see I want to transition into some of the speculations that we're going to have with the the upcoming show with uh K2 and Cassian. So what do you think is going to, like, what period do you think they're going to take place in? I mean, of course, like I said at the end of the episode for Count Dooku, it has to be before Rogue One, unfortunately. <laughs> unless, you know what, unless <laughs> while you were saying that it, he ran a simulation, unless the whole thing, the whole show is in that simulation.
1: <laughs> no, he can't. And, and here's why. There was a Death Star. There was a Death Star. There's no way that he's gone scarf scarif Scarif was his ending, but I think I think we'll start out where they're already friends, and that mission where they say where I not I can't even say that Cassian saved, but where Cassian and K two struggled, I think that won't be where we start. I think we'll see some flashbacks of it, but I but I think it's going to be like a year or so after they've gotten their dynamic.
0: I would like to see when they initially became friends but again but it's already available
1: in uh, in another medium and star wars other than creating a novelization they never seem to go back
0: other than the point in the clone wars where they have that genetic council scene where it kind of overlaps that's like the only point in star wars where it does correct that's the only time that you really see it so
1: i i don't envision them starting from from square one when they first meet maybe they will just because i think everyone liked cassian and k2 i think that's still everyone's most anticipated show That that's yeah. like in the works so they they might give the fans what they want on it
0: yeah both both actors want to reprise their role i mean other than you know ewan mcgregor he's reprising his role as obi-wan and that's official they re, they're reshooting stuff or they're back at they're back at filming again the other show what's the other show that's coming out um that's the rebels well rebels well again we want there's like there's like like 10 shows yeah Yeah. and i mean the one the big one that was just released a couple days ago for us at least when we're recording this is the mandalorian season 2 on october 31st
1: i want to i want to pause for a second and, and actually talk about that a little bit uh Josh, this is gonna be off-topic, so I if you're okay with maybe pausing on the K two,
0: let's. I mean, we could wrap up K two because I've all my points. Okay.
1: Yeah. Do you have anything else you want to say on K two? Is there anything that you kind of hope to see? Do you want to see him be as sarcastic as he was before? Do you want him to see a little bit, be a little bit more tame because he's still getting used to who Andor is? How would you kind of like to uh,
0: see K two? I think K two should be exactly how he was, maybe a little bit less mature. If it, they would have to put their own twist on that, but I think the way his his they reprogrammed Cassian reprogrammed him, so I think he's still gonna have to have that similar attitude that what he compared to what he had in Rogue One. So that's my kind of feeling. That's what I want to see. I want to see him Cassian if he's gonna be younger or whatever, but. Definitely that same dynamic should be either growing, K2's attitude should maintain and be the same. What about you?
1: Could about you that? imagine where like, K2 is just like, every single episode It's him re- reaching for a blaster and Casson <laughs> saying, no, 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 <laughs> <laughs> drop it, <laughs> Bad.
0: Bad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but anyhow, I think that about wraps up our K2 okay. episode, uh, or portion of the episode. What I wanted to talk about, Josh, I don't know if you read this, but have have you read the article about John Boyega and the GQ article that came out recently?
0: I have not, because the only thing that I've seen in the media is, again, the title or the headline of Mandalorian coming out, season two coming out in October. And that's all. My girlfriend sent me the link. So I've been so busy with grad school that I have not been able to read anything. Star Wars. So
1: mandalorian season two was announced five minutes after that article was posted and that was just to save them from a pr nightmare john boyega came out and said that when disney hired him on for his role as finn Mm -hmm. he was supposed to receive he was basically supposed to have this story fleshed out for him and and would be able to live like that kind of stormtrooper to jedi and basically, he got pushed to the side as a background character, as we know, as, yeah. as one of my issues with Rise of Skywalker.
0: I mean, exactly, as we—he's like he wants to tell Ray something, and it, we we know from the graphic novel and even the novelization that he was wanted to tell Ray that he was force sensitive, and we knew that from the beginning. So, yep. yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I think so. They pushed he him he came
1: out with a with a big like frustration. I don't think that he would is going to ever reprise his role because of that. That's a shame. It, it's a shame. I don't know. I mean, obviously circumstances can change and maybe they communicate with him or, and negotiate into the contract is like this big ordeal. I, I mean, I could see that. But basically, that article came out five minutes later. They announced The Mandalorian Season 2 on the day it was going to release just so to kinda, distract. It was a PR was it, it was just a PR save.
0: Yeah, to cover up John Boyega's article. Which
1: which obviously I, I that doesn't change my feelings on Star Wars or anything like that. But it is a little disappointing to to see that instead of he's obviously been very quiet about it oh, he's role in Star Wars and stuff yeah. like that. But obviously with everything that's happened in twenty twenty regarding social justice and and everything he's been very vocal about how there's a need for change, need for reform. And and Disney fully supported him on that. And then so to have him come out and, and say what he did, I think was a hopefully a wake up call to Disney. And I hope that they continue to be inclusive and diverse,
0: frankly. Yeah. Talking about Disney, I mean, Marvel, they have their own way of diversity. And unfortunately, you know, Last week's news was uh, Chadwick Boseman's passing, Yeah, and that, that took a big hit on diversity within all of Marvel and even all of Disney and everything. He was a major character, especially playing King T'Challa. So, yeah, I mean, definitely Disney, they need to need to include more diversity into their writing and stuff like that. And And one- I think they're getting better. They're getting. They, they are getting I think better.
1: they're getting better, but they. There's obviously more that can be done, and so I hope that they just continue to take those strides.
0: Yeah, and I mean, it's same thing. Talking, going back to Star Wars, and even John Boyega, like the whole thing with the the sequels. I think they wanted to do something, but again, as we talked about in the past, especially in like our season finale of last season, we've talked about how. It doesn't feel like a, a trilogy. It feels like individual episodes. It was like three,
1: yeah, three standalone
0: and films. Yeah, that's a whole thing. Like that, I'm just a little bit upset about because they could have had Finn be a part, be a part of the the new Jedi. I mean, I don't know what what they wanted to do with that, especially with JJ. You know, having Rey with her kind of guardian staff, as we as we know, the yellow lightsaber color is like kind of more of a guardian for the Jedi, but it would be interesting to see finn as a jedi or finn as a leader and not just this background character because definitely in in the rise of skywalker he took a back seat so
1: but anyhow i think that about wraps up our episode i guess i will i think it's time for me to announce who our character is for next week that is i guess we're going down the path of diversity because it is mace windu we have the infamous
0: samuel l jackson
1: Samuel L. Jackson and not so good, good guy, but still good. It's it's a weird it's like the the Jedi that everyone kind of hates because especially what he said to Ahsoka, Citizen, <laughs> is just like made people so I'm including myself, I'm like, oh I hate that so much. I
0: mean, I love Samuel L. Jackson. Again, yeah, hearing Citizen in Clone Wars, that was very difficult. And at first, you know, I didn't realize how much Mace impacted anakin's choice of the dark side i mean i thought he was always like a good character i mean he does draw on as we'll talk about he does draw on the dark side power um using his fighting form so we'll get into that uh i'm i'm excellent swordsman yes excellent swordsman and he was able to keep up with with palpatine during episode three that fight
1: not only keep up but actually did beat him he
0: actually did you know what if it wasn't for anakin he would have won. Come on, Anakin. I know. Every every time I see that, I think I mentioned it in previous episodes, where I always like think Anakin just make the right choice, just arrest Palpatine, and <laughs> just, just do the right thing. It never happens because you know, it's a movie. <laughs> it's
1: almost like it's a movie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, yeah, I'm excited to talk about Mace Windu and about his fighting form and his lightsaber. Ooh, I got some good facts. I don't I don't know how. How... it might be a little bit of a long episode so i hope everyone's ready right for that yeah and we'll have star wars lines as well as it will be good i think yeah. we'll have a good episode so
1: sounds good and until then check out our social media at wannabe jedi podcast on facebook and instagram at wannabe jedi cast on twitter and check out our website wannabe jedi podcast.com we have some cool stuff there make sure to go check it out so we'll see you guys all next week for mace windu
0: May the Force be with you all.